Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Advice with Alex and Friends, the podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, Novella. Hi guys. And we know it has been a very, very long time. But before we get into why we've not been around, <laughs> um, make sure you follow the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you're subscribed. Um, thank you so much. The subscriber numbers have gone up, even though we've not been around. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. And um, make sure that you like, you comment down below as well so yeah we'll we'll get into our hiatus which extended because we're supposed to be back in september yeah we were we literally were and now we're back uh you know end end of of november yeah yeah Yeah. i know (laughs) like a three months holiday yeah it hasn't been a holiday it hasn't been a holiday no No, definitely not well but it it obviously it started off with with for good reasons yes 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 so we took well i took a bit of time out just to um finish my course my uni course so that was that was good no don't make it sound like you just (laughs) can you tell people what you have now can you tell people because because on your cv like the letters after after your name have changed Yeah, so I did I did a master's okay. in HR because mm-hmm. I work in HR. Mm-hmm. So I did a master's in that. So I was doing my dissertation at the time. So that's why I took some time out just to purely focus on it because boy, that dissertation was really kicking my ass. So I was just like, I need time out just to kind of focus on it and everything. So yeah, so that's what I've I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um and then life life hit. <laughs> just just like just like it does with everybody right yeah. life life really did life this last part of the end of this year mm-hmm. really really did mm-hmm. so yeah 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 and mm. it's it's been a like I feel like you know what when you said that you wanted to take a break I didn't realize I needed to, I needed a break did you yeah no I really I really needed a break yeah. um I think it just gave me time to I guess reevaluate things like mm. as a whole. Mm. Um and yeah, like I just I, I felt very overwhelmed. I didn't yeah. realise how overwhelmed I was, like because yeah. I had been working full time, like yeah. five days a week and obviously like juggling a baby. And yeah. yeah, I just felt I I was burnt out. Yeah. I was really, really burnt out. And then um I thought, oh, do you know what? Actually, this this time off is not it's not a bad thing yeah, at all because absolutely. it was one less thing to worry about. Mm. And then I guess um, this well, last month there was a loss, and even this week I've had a loss. I lost one of my uncles actually oh, this week really? as well. So it's been it's been like it's not been this year as a whole. I don't think has been a great no. year like, in terms of loss. There's been a lot of loss. Yeah, um, and just as you like deal with one, another then there's one. another one, or yeah. even if it's not someone that's close to you, then it's like somebody else that you know, yeah, like their parents or yeah. their grandparents, yeah. or do you know what I mean? It's like right, like, and these are people that you know, but like I was just, yeah. as you said, not as close, and it's just like it's sad because because of the past almost two years, yeah. people haven't been able to see people as much, yeah. So for some people, it's like, yeah, I haven't seen them since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And then to hear like when some of them have passed Mm -hmm. as well, it's just like, what, what's going on? Yeah. And I feel like you're so right. I feel like, especially like the last three months, I know I've I've had two really, really kind of hard hitting, like one really, really hard hitting uh, close death. 
and another one which was just out of the blue and I think you know was a mutual person that both mm-hmm. even Alex and I both knew yeah and um it's just been a whirlwind of kind of emotions mm-hmm. and kind of it was so funny because this year I was saying just to my mum and I was just like, you know what? I've been really lucky in life. This is why they say every word of mouth is a word. I can't remember what the saying is. Okay, you have to tell me what it is. I, I have heard this before. I have no, I have no. Yeah, my mum always tells me that. She's just like, don't say certain things out loud because God might hear you. Because mm, I yeah. said- as There's power in the tongue. Yes, yeah. that's basically it. Because I was saying this year, I was just like, you know what? I've been so lucky. Like my whole life, I haven't really had any- Close death. Mm. I feel like happened. I remember having this conversation with you a while, yeah. a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, um, yeah, I've just like, I've just never had that. Like, like both of my grandmas died at like when I was such a young age, about two or three years old. So, you know, those, it, it didn't it really impact me because I was a child at that time. Um, but I was saying, I was just like, yeah, I haven't really been to any close. Well, I tell you. Mm-hmm. That changed. That definitely, yeah. yeah. That 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 definitely kind of changed. Um, yeah, and that was that. That's probably one of the toughest, the toughest deaths and the toughest time I think I've ever been through in my entire life. Mm-hmm. That that if we're being kind of real, that's kind of it. Just made me just change my perspective on everything. Like it just within an instant, mm-hmm. like I was coming off the high of finishing my dissertation. And then, you know, then you hear like this had happened. And then next thing, you know, she, um, she'd passed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you just feel so lost yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I've never really dealt with death before, mm-hmm. like in terms of like a close death. So this was all kind of just new, new emotions, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't just, it wasn't obviously directly me, but it was supporting that person who yeah. had lost their mother. Yeah. I think that's kind of like a really key role to play because even though you're going through your emotions, you kind of put that aside to kind of support that person that has lost their, mm-hmm. their mom. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I think that was just like so many different emotions as to how do you support that person when as well you're kind of grieving you're yourself. Grieving as well, yeah. You know, it's a bit like who cares for the carer a little bit. And that's something that I wanna that I will definitely want us to touch on yeah. in this episode because I know that for me, when I hear of somebody passing away, there's a part of me that's sad because I'm mourning, but there's also a part of me that's sad because it's like I have to pick myself up to be there for other people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, because I, I I wouldn't, I, I don't know how to just grieve. I feel like unless it was, you know, an immediate family member, yeah, then yeah. I feel like I, I wouldn't feel guilty if that no. makes sense. Because it's like, yeah. no, this is my time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But when it's somebody else, no yeah. matter how close you are with that person, yeah. you there's like a hierarchy, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is. My, my, I always thought like, okay, if I'm going through this, imagine what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So novella, like it was kind of like, I was battling with my emotions. It's just like, I know you're really sad and I know you're kind of hurting right now, but it's just like, no, but somebody else has just lost their mother. Yeah. Like, so you need to kind of pick yourself up, you know, and try and be strong for that person. Yeah. Instead of kind of, because especially when that person as well is kind of, 
dealing with things in their own way. Mm-hmm. I can't come and cry more, more than them. That's in my head. Yeah, that's how they, I, that, I'm the same. I, but, that's but there's how some I people, think. they don't give a damn. There's, there's some people that, <laughs> but I can't. I was just yeah. like, I, I can't come and cry more than yeah. that person that's lost their person. Yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. If we, if that person hasn't, like, why am I sitting there then just bringing that kind of sadness like to them? That's mm-hmm. how I feel. And then I'll feel guilty. Mm-hmm. So I found a lot of the times my crying was done in secret, mm-hmm. like and not in front of them because mm-hmm. I was just a little bit like a bit like really trying. And I'm a crier. I, I cry for anything and everything. Honestly, I'm, I, I, I love a good cry. Um, so I think that was that was really difficult because you felt you know, a little bit conflicted. Um, but I have a great support system. I have great friends, I've got Alex and everything. I've got, you know, great family as well that I could kind of lean on. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that was, that was, that was so helpful. Yeah. That was so, so helpful. Yeah. So, yeah. The, and again, I guess like talking about how do you support somebody mm. who's just lost someone and I forgot to say that there should be a trigger warning because I guess for some people they may not be in a place where they can listen to this yeah but I guess true I will try to make it as light-hearted as possible but sometimes there's just some things that you just you can't really make no you like this light-hearted this yeah is this 2021 is has has really really been a year you know yeah. so it has and I think as the year is winding down a lot of people are feeling like a bit heavy and yeah you know like uh, overwhelmed yeah that's 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 the exact word yeah a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed and I don't think that there's anything wrong in talking about it no especially when there's like this shared sentiment at the moment absolutely but um I think it's really important to talk about how to be there for somebody who has just lost somebody yeah I want to start off um just by saying that before you pick up the phone to call somebody mm-hmm. if you feel like there's a possibility that you may break down on the phone especially when it's somebody who's not oh i don't know what it is like there's some people that say for example you lost somebody really close to you mm. if they called you and they started crying like you guys would be crying together, yeah, yeah that yeah, makes yeah, sense yeah. like you know who you'll cry with yeah i know who i'm picking up the phone to call and cry with yeah, do you know what i mean yeah if you know you're not that person then maybe just send a text first yeah and give it a couple of days and yeah. then call. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously in that first, the first couple of days, that person's line is ringing nonstop. Yeah. And also don't call people at ridiculous times. Don't come and call them early in the morning. Don't yeah. call them late at night. Like whatever sleep they're able to get, like just let them get that sleep. Yeah. I just feel like those are two things that just, just need to be said, you yeah. know, sending text messages and not expecting a reply is also totally fine. You Absolutely. don't need to harass anybody. They will get Absolutely. back to you when they can. Absolutely, They are busy. They've seen your message, I'm sure, but whether they actually have the time to respond. Yeah. And, and they do appreciate the messages, like just like they're yeah. all thinking of you or, yeah. you know, you like you're in my prayers this morning, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 No, I'm so with you, Alex, on that. Um, I think people forget sometimes and people, you know, I know it's not with bad intentions. Mm -hmm. People are just doing the thing that they just think is right. And that's phoning them. But they're not realizing that, you know, um, how many other calls they've had um, um, that particular day. And I actually saw it firsthand how draining it was, it, it was seriously draining. And especially if you're not somebody that's used to kind of talking that often to people mm-hmm. or talking about different things and everything like that. And especially when you've got people that phoning you that you have no idea who the hell they mm-hmm. are and they're 
asking all these questions. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing as well. It's just kind of, I know a lot of people as well, like ask, say, okay, kind of like what happened and everything like that. And I think you've just got to be a little bit mindful Mm -hmm. because every situation is different. So for instance, in this situation, we didn't know the Mm -hmm. reasons as to what happened, as to why. Um, So it was difficult to kind of navigate and talk to other people because then, uh, you know, like when you say something like that, people are like, oh, but you know this and And it's just like, okay, yeah, I get that it's a lot and it's confusing, Mm -hmm. but... I'm confused myself. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, yeah, I can't explain something to you that even I don't know <laughs> yeah. right now, you know? So I think that as well, I think that as well, that that some people are just a little bit too inner mm-hmm. instead of just saying, oh, okay, no worries. Like, I'll just pray for you and stuff like that. Yeah. Just keep, you, you've just kind of got to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of support, I feel like it's really important to know who that person is you're supporting. Mm-hmm. You've got to know them mm-hmm. because then you'll know the kind of support you give them. Because yeah. sometimes the support is literally just sitting there with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That That is it. Yeah. That is literally it. Yeah. I remember like um, at times and stuff like that, I think I was probably, even though I was the closest person, uh, person to the person kind of grieving, um, I kind of knew certain things like not asking how they were doing every two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because other people are asking that. Yeah. And then there were other things like in terms of like people, people, I think when people went to go and see them, Mm -hmm. I think they were expecting them to be in some particular state. Okay. Like crying. Yeah. Like stress. Or or like lost. All over the place. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then like when they met them and then they were like, huh. Okay. And then it they'll ask questions like, you know, like it's okay to cry. Like like just let it out yeah. and everything. And like like um uh he gave like the best answer ever. And he was just like, I don't even have the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I just literally don't even have the time yeah, to do that. Yeah. Like right now, I'm just a bit numb from it mm-hmm. all, especially when it's still a bit of a shock. Yeah. And people need to understand that crying is not the Im- only emotion that shows someone's lost or is hurting. Mm-hmm. There could be other ways that people kind of pour out not their own emotions. Right at the funeral, the people that scream and shout the yeah. most. Yeah. Or fall to the ground. And yeah. All that. Yeah. You weren't really that close. No, exactly. <laughs> you definitely cussed her wig the last time you saw her. Like, you know, like, like it's honestly, the skill that's making you scream and shout. That's what's making you scream and shout. That's what I always said. I'm always suspicious of those who did that, like to cry the most. I said, what did you do to her? <laughs> what did you do? What did you like, do this her? uncontrollable cry. Exactly. Sit down. And her then when you be like, her children are not I'm doing not the most. Do you know what I mean? Or, like this. Or the, the children or the, the partner or yeah. like, you know, the people that you know were close yeah. to them. Like that everybody's composed. And yeah. there you are screaming Lovering. Shouting, ho- like, ho- it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Don't worry. That always makes me laugh. Yeah. No, nah, it's it is is quite funny, isn't it, to kind of see to see and hear and everything. So yeah. So I think um I think I think just kind of having an honest conversation as well with the person and saying, you know, in terms of me, what what kind of support do you want? Sometimes mm-hmm. people will tell you and it's just like, you know what? I just just need you to be here. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like that's it. And if that's it, then 
that's that's absolutely the role I'll play. I'll just I'll just be there. Mm-hmm. Like I just knew I just needed to be there for that person. Yeah. Especially kind of during that first week when it all happened, just to make sure they were eating mm-hmm. and like, you know, for us, you know, in our culture, you know, people are gonna come round to the house. So just making sure that food is there. Mm-hmm. That's another thing about the culture thing as well. It's weird, isn't it? When when I don't know if people people didn't come anyways to to Dreams <laughs> House expecting food. But isn't it funny? No, to say it's because but this, isn't I was it funny go like to, yeah. culturally, yeah. like you will go to somebody who's just lost their their and expect food. And expect food. That's cheeky. The two times that you go to somebody's house and you don't expect food is when someone's just lost somebody and someone's had a baby. Yes. Yeah. You don't like no, that's actually like if they offer Okay. Yeah. But you're not going to open your mouth and be like, okay, where's the food? Are you, yeah. Are you mad? Is you just supposed to bring something? I know. Like in this situation, like no one came. Like mm-hmm. I just like, I just made sure that there was food anyways. Because yeah. we needed to eat anyways. So there's always food in the house. But I just remember like culturally, like, you know, people would say like you'd go over to their house and then you would expect kind of food to be served yeah when i've just lost someone or like like you said like i've just had a baby yeah i can't even stand me sir yeah i can't stand me too but I you, but you ex- I, yeah i've eaten crackers all day like <laughs> then you expect me to come and, yeah exactly yeah you can't stand what if you've had a c-section or whatever it's, you're in recovery mode yeah like you, where you you slept in pain yeah so it's not my food you want to come and eat because i don't know the difference between sugar and salt <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean my, my head is all over the place in both scenarios yeah. so wh- why do you want to come why? and eat my food yeah. I don't understand that, that's never ever made sense to me and that anybody who asks so for well. food in those two cases should have shame yeah absolutely have shame do not come to my house yeah. honestly if you're expecting that please do not come to my house yeah honestly yeah definitely um, but um, but yeah I think I think those are kind of the main things when it comes to kind of trying to support someone mm-hmm. I think during those those tough times times yeah, yeah definitely I think also as well you know it's easy to say you know if you need me I'm here but I think being a bit more proactive and I feel like that's what I try to do in terms of like okay I can offer to do this yeah um and uh it's like okay yeah cool I'll take you up on that yeah you know or like do you know what I mean offering to Absolutely. do something I think is is better than just saying I'm here because they know that you are there, but yeah. they've in the midst of everything. Yeah. They may not have the time to call upon you. Absolutely. So just offer I didn't whether it be drinks or to yeah. bring food or Absolutely. like money or whether I mean I always think like when someone's passed away, what can I can I offer drinks? Can I offer food? Can I offer money? Yeah. Because those are three things that are needed. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And obviously prayers, but that's something that you would do in your own time. Yeah. Or if the person has time, then you can pray for them over the phone. Over as well. the phone. Um, I think that that's nice, but only if the person is open to that and if they have the time as well. So yeah. those are the main three things. And obviously if if a prayer is something that they're open to, then not, that's a nice cool thing too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. spending time. Spending time. Yeah. yeah. That was another thing as well. I know people felt a bit like, oh God, should we go? Should it thing? And I was saying to people like, absolutely mm-hmm. come and see them mm-hmm. because they honestly, I said, those were the moments that kind of took their mind off certain things and just, you know, just, and having normal conversation. Like I love the fact that majority of people that were to go see him were just 
usual self. You came, you had fun. We we drank, like we had so much drink in the yeah. house, honestly. Because when you're coming there, right, it's kind of, it's a celebration. Mm-hmm. There is loss, of course, hard, hard loss, mm-hmm. but you're going to kind of celebrate their lives. Yeah. So we had so much, oh my God, during that week, I drank so much. <laughs> um but just having that and just having normal conversation, like, you know, you don't want to go in and, you know, you're really sad because they're already sad. So they don't need people around them that are going to be like sad too. Yeah. So it was nice. Like people just like having just normal conversation, just like you would on a, on a a normal day. On a normal day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it really does help. And it really does lift spirits. Mm -hmm. Even if it's temporary, it's still so helpful um yeah mm-hmm. uh really appreciated i think those that kind of rallied around him and and supported him during that time it was yeah. amazing yeah yeah i think also as well sometimes like you said in terms of conversation people find it a bit awkward yeah i think what's helped me is to ask questions obviously if you don't want to go in and say oh you know what happened or you can just ask questions about yeah. them like yeah okay you know what were they like like absolutely you know just and especially when there's other family members around oh you can really get like yeah you can really begin to understand that that person absolutely um as well so i find that that's that's a good that's, way to yeah to bring up like positive memories as well just asking questions and just li- like listening yeah. but you know like do, gauge it be intuitive about your question that, yeah. about your question if you don't feel like it's the time to ask like what happened then just leave it yeah normally if if people are comfortable with saying what happened, then they will tell they you. Would, they, will, they would absolutely tell you. They'll tell you. It's not a secret. And also people shouldn't speculate why. Just ask. I, re- I really hate it when people start to speculate like what happened. No. If the family wants to tell you, they will tell you. Yeah. It's not, nine times out of 10, it's not a secret. It's actually none of your business. Absolutely. And you don't have to know necessarily what happened to yeah. the person. If they want to tell, disclose what happened, then yeah. they want to talk. But also sometimes um, the autopsy report hasn't been, hasn't been concluded. Yeah. So they can't tell you what's happened yet. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what it is. There's something about sometimes sometimes people can be a bit intrusive yes um and it's about like respecting just respecting the the boundaries yeah. of of the family and however it is that they want to yeah. do things because they're dealing with it right yeah. they're they're dealing with it they're trying to process it as well mm. and sometimes they don't people need to understand it's not all the time that even the family and that know what happened or thingy or like you said you know if you're going through that kind of post-mortem um um period that in itself is quite tough mm-hmm. it's really really tough to see someone pass and you have no idea what what happened, yeah. what happened. That in itself, because you haven't even got closure from exactly, you don't know, you don't understand. So even you, you're trying to, you're accepting the death, but then you're accepting like, oh my God, but what happened? Well, what? And you've got no answer to, to mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes people do keep a little bit kind of hush hush in terms of that. They can only tell you what they know, yeah, right? Yeah. If I haven't told you something, it's because even I don't know. Yeah. I can tell you that they've passed and this, these were the symptoms as yeah. to what the doctor told me, but I can't tell you in great detail as to what exactly caused it. Yeah. But I can tell you, like you said, you can be um, with your questioning, but I can tell you kind of like what happened leading up to it or mm-hmm, the turnaround. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, all of yeah. That. I can the be completely yeah. circumstances course, exactly yeah. as to what happened, but I might not necessarily be able to tell you all. Oh, 
because yeah. I think people that's the first thing people say is just like, oh was she sick and it's just like no and then they're like oh then what happened mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure that out myself yeah I, yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> the hospital don't know yeah they don't know so they don't, they don't know, know. I, definitely, I don't know I definitely don't know yeah I'm not a coroner so I have no idea I have yeah. no clue yeah you know? yeah um I was also gonna say like stress the importance of after the funeral you mm. know because everyone kind of rallied like it's so much more important to be there for them post-funeral than yeah. it is during the funeral period. Yeah. Um, and that's when you're most likely to see them actually break down because mm-hmm. during the funeral, I feel like it's go, 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 yeah. go, 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 go. Yeah. You know, there's so much um, admin. Yeah. Admin literally takes up like, Ooh, majority, like yeah. all of it. Of course. And organising things. Um, so that's a big deal. Yeah. And also like people should not be harassing people for like funeral details when somebody's just died. Like, yeah. I think in this country it takes about seven, eight days for you to even get the death certificate. Yeah. If you've so, got a cause of death. Right. <laughs> so for the first week, I don't know. Yeah. I can't tell you anything. Yeah. Because I haven't I haven't got that piece of paper. Yeah, absolutely. To even begin the you proceedings can't, And you yet. can't begin that with a death certificate. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, Alex. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And it, like I said, if especially if you don't have a cause of death, it's mm-hmm. even longer it's because longer, they yeah. have to... Uh, then they can give you decisions as to whether you want to release the body while it still goes through investigation or whether you want to hold it mm-hmm. and everything. And these are all the little things that kind of go on. So it's not because, you know, you don't you don't want to share details of the funeral and that, details. And that's unfortunately how sometimes people take it. And I think that's another thing. Sorry yeah, to kind no, of interject, but yeah. people should not take things personally. No. Like if you're not getting all the information when you want it or whatever, it's not that people don't want to tell you, it's that there's other things that pop up. So just be proactive or just wait. And just I'm wait. sure like the news will come to you. It may not come directly from the family or yeah. may, if it comes from somebody else, like, you know, you get some people that are like, well, they didn't tell me. So yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's just utterly ridiculous. Mm. I think it's utterly ridiculous that they, like I, I can say firsthand, like it's very unlikely you're going to hear firsthand from the person going through it. Yeah. They got They're not going to be sending you the, the, the details. You're probably going to hear about it from somebody from else. From somebody else. Like everybody's got that one auntie. Yeah. Yeah. That is going to inform everybody. Everybody. What's up, what's up, what's up, broadcast, broadcast, broadcast. Yeah, like you will find out. It might not necessarily come from that person. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And people as well forget that, you know, getting funeral dates as well is not that easy. There's certain things. You've, you're speaking to the church, but then you've got to speak to the the cemetery to find out they've got time. If they don't have time, then that moves your church. Then mm-hmm. you've got to find a venue. So you've got all of those. Those are the three main things that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, make your date your date. Mm-hmm. So it's just like they've all got to kind of um, be in conjunction with each other. So, mm-hmm. you know, in that in itself. And people also have to understand we are still going through COVID. So funerals right now are still very much yeah. high on the high right now, yes. especially coming into winter. Mm-hmm. So certain dates, like like certain times, they were like, actually, we're, we're booked up until December. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So as well, you know, you're not going to receive a funeral invite after someone's passed, like three days later, happening next week. It's mm-hmm. just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
no, it just those, isn't going to happen. Those days are, are gone. They, those I, I don't days think are they're coming back anytime gone. soon. No. They're not coming back anytime soon. You're right. There is a big backlog in terms of funerals. I'd, it does make me wonder how are Muslims burying during this time? Because they normally bury the same day. I don't know if that's something that's still a practice in this country. I think they do. They're still able to bury on the same day. I think it's... Well, a, not, I, probably not now. No, not now. I think yeah. it's like a day the day after. I think they okay. do take it that very, very seriously. Seriously, yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's been any change for them. I, yeah. I, I, they might, they might have been, they yeah. might have had to be just had because be of the COVID. pressure. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if there's course. any, if there's any Muslim listeners, like yeah. let us know like in the comments, Yeah. you know, or like hit us up in the DMs or whatever, just to let us know like how, how, what kind of, has there been any impact? Has there been any yeah. changes? Because that's definitely something that I thought about. Yeah. Um, during this time. Mm, so... Mm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of other things as well in terms of funerals. Um, funeral roses, are, the flowers are expensive. Yeah, flowers are funerals ex, are expensive. Funerals Alex. are expensive, <laughs> and that is something else I'm going to bring up now. Very, a very long time ago, this is probably like two years ago on the podcast, I did bring up, you know, kind of talking about um, handling your estate, um, and it is. I do think it's cheeky when people, when somebody's just passed and people are like, you know, when's the funeral? Did you give me money? Yeah. Did you give me money? Okay. Because like you said, funerals are not cheap. And I guess there is this assumption that there is money lying around waiting for, you know, just that happens to be around as a funeral expense. Yeah. Um, But not everybody does have that. And you're seeing a lot of GoFundMes these days. Um, And I would urge anybody that's listening if you haven't got life insurance yes to get that and put in place yeah and also have a trust yeah that and encourage your parents, parents. especially over a certain age oh, please tomorrow's not promised it's one not. to get life insurance or two to start prepaying for their funeral mm-hmm. because i mean it is no joke when i say that spend the amount of money that is spent on a funeral is I I I I don't even know I can't even explain just yeah. how expensive they are. I'm sure people have mm-hmm. have had people close to them that have passed. You guys understand yeah. like how expensive it is, and especially if you are the uh, the child of a single parent. Mm-hmm. So as in like you know maybe your parents aren't together or you know they've they've kind of you know separated or anything like that. You know and you know, you still live at home and everything. That financial burden, burden is on it's you. It's going to fall on you. Yeah. And especially if you're the older child, mm-hmm. that financial burden will fall on you. Mm-hmm. And I've never, that as well changed my mindset on certain things as well, but also as well about talking about parents as well. And I was just like, yeah, parents need to take a better, I'm sorry to say, but they need to take better responsibility of their financial assets before passing mm-hmm. if you can mm-hmm. then you know, we need to stop with this yeah, whole, I don't I'm going to wait an, until 60 or wait until I don't think it's an if you can because you, as soon as you have I've, I think as soon as you're of a certain age like as soon as, you, as, soon as you're working yeah. I think you should just get life insurance it's, yeah. just, it's cheap as chips yeah. yeah 21, 22 yeah it's like five pounds yeah it's five pound a month yeah yeah like 
that's yeah. you can aff- you can afford that and yeah. sometimes some people say oh something's too expensive no it's not because you can afford to go out with your friends yeah absolutely Do you know what i mean so you can afford to to put that money yeah. to, to the side to something else so Def- definitely once you've got kids you need to oh. have life insurance immediately but oh, not only that and i'm I guess I'm a little bit guilty of this, like, uh, but share the life insurance information as well yeah. with the necessary people. So it doesn't become a headache yeah. when the time comes. You yeah. don't want that to be. And especially if you've got a mortgage, if you've mm. got a mortgage, if you've got life insurance, definitely as well get life insurance against your house. And also, yeah, please. Because I know that when you buy a house, you're supposed to have life insurance, but some people cancel it after a certain time. Like, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. No, for as long as you have a house. And it's our people. Yeah. It's our people Because, because they, I feel like the white people do It's they, our people Yeah you're right When it comes to time Because everybody will just assume Yeah they've got a house So yeah, yeah they've got life insurance And then the person passes And like oh they cancelled the insurance And it's like no you That's not something that's you can not. cancel Trust me Please you don't, you don't want that pain Of going through probate Trust me You mm. do You really really don't mm-hmm. And I feel like Parents like Like pull their ears Yeah And say like Get a w- or even if they get a will in mm-hmm. place as well a will as well is is so important especially when that person has got assets as well because it just helps because remember think of all the kind of the funeral costs that people obviously have to go through but then you've got to think about the after things all the financial assets that in itself is admin and that in itself is money mm-hmm. because when you're going through probate and that you're paying a solicitor to go through that so, so that's you, added cost yeah, on top of the funeral yes, you're losing you're, you're, losing, you're losing money literally yeah. you're literally losing money mm-hmm. and it's just all those things that if parents could put in just some paperwork paperwork yeah. or something yeah because although it might be expensive uh, for instance like doing a will i think you know it can cost between about two or three grand but you remember your kids will have to pay that in solicitors fees when they when they do it when you pass mm-hmm. so you might not want to pay for it you can't afford it but then your kids have to take on that mm-hmm. cost and i think it's a bit unfair for 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 kids to constantly be left with that burden. Anything you can do to kind of ease that burden on your kids. Because remember as well, a lot of them are going through the loss itself. Let let me cry for you properly. Let me cry. You know, that's that's the reason, that's sometimes, that's the real reason why people don't cry because... They're if thinking I cry, about the debt. They, they, yeah, honestly, they're they thinking about the debt. Yeah, they can't. They they can't allow themselves to like fully immerse themselves in the grieving process because it's like no. I really have money sitting on like debt sitting yeah. on top of my head. It's not my debt. Yeah, it's not mine. <laughs> it's not mine. That's the thing. But it's just been passed on to me. Yeah. So yeah. You're dealing with all of that, like you've got the funeral, and then wham, you're hit with that as well. Like it's a, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. That and that, like I said, that as well has taught even me a lesson as well about um, 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 really getting on with kind of like life insurance as well for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I always said at a particular age, but I'm like, oh no, I'm not doing all of this stupidness about particular ages anymore. I'm just doing them now yeah. and everything. And like you said, especially as soon as you have kids, mm-hmm. as soon as you've got someone that's dependent on you, on regardless you. whether they live with you or they don't, yeah. they're still your dependents because that gets passed on to them, especially if you don't have a spouse. Yeah. Like that gets passed on to them automatically. So definitely, I think it's just so, so, important. so important. Mm. Yeah, financial... Um, <laughs> yeah, paperwork is honestly definitely one to 
to look into. Yeah, it's a big deal. We all have our responsibility. And also I think, you know, sometimes when you talk to your parents uh, culturally about death, they try and change the situation. You're going to try and change the topic or like, are you trying to kill me before my time? And it's like, no, if anything, you can say, you know what? I just want to interview you to find out about your life. Yeah. Because another thing, and me, I've said it to my parents and they're not listening to me. Like I've been to funerals where the obituary was fantastic. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I want this for you guys. Yeah. But I don't, there's certain, I don't like, there's certain things about you guys. I don't know. I want to know like what club you used to go to that used to make you guys happy. Yeah. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Things, things like that. So I think it's important as well to, for them to have the send off that they're deserving yeah. of. And to kind of see it that way. Like what legacy do you want to leave behind? Yeah. You know, like, let me have pictures of you when you were young. Let me, you know, and also you could say, well, okay, put death aside. This was for life. Like if you're turning 60, if you're turning 70, what about if we had a party for you? We have all these nice things that we can say to you when you're alive as well. So I think there's two aspects of things. There's obviously handling the financial side of things, but also like the personal side of things and really making sure that you get to know like your parents and and grandparents and whoever it is just around you. And if you are, and one of my good friends actually, said that um she that they've decided amongst themselves as siblings to to do that to get information so they they will find out from their parents what they want in terms of like funeral stuff Mm. but also as siblings sit down amongst each other and exclude the parents because it's like we don't actually expect you as parents to ever have to bury us yeah but us as as siblings if we know and i feel i feel like oh that's that's a really good good idea yeah yeah to sit down with your siblings and just kind of make it known what you want you want to be cremated or not because yeah and also I, I sometimes I find it funny when I hear people say, "Well, I want to be buried, you know, back home." But did you, did you put the money? Did you leave funds? For did you leave the funds for your flight? Because it's not just normal flight of of like that you get on. Mm. I don't just book a flight on Virgin and mm-hmm. just say, "Oh, I think it." Carrying a body is 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 it's so extortionate. Yeah. It's so extortionate. So you're right. If you have not left that money, I am so sorry. You're being buried. You're being buried. Where your children right are. Here. Yeah, right here. Yeah. So no, that's true. No, I love that fact about, you know, um, you know, at least knowing kind of what your parents want. And mm-hmm. it's it's even triggered conversations in me and stuff about like speaking to people. Um, the great thing as well is that we knew kind of some of the, which made the, doing the kind of the funeral easier. We knew kind of some of the basics because even I had conversations with her about mm-hmm. certain things. So, you know, even uh, when they were going through, I was just like, oh, do you remember when she said this? Do you remember when she said mm-hmm. And it's just like, actually, because she was so open about it, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. So, you know, we had like a theme mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, that was openly. something that she had yeah, said. She yeah, Which I love. Said. I love that. She said that that was it. She's like, I don't want any dark colours. Like, it has to be like, it has to be these particular colours mm-hmm. and everything. Like, I know where I want to be buried has to be here mm-hmm. you know there was a little bit of conflict between <laughs> the team the reception and yeah. like where it was yeah because you know but um yeah but certain things you can compromise but there's certain things like if they've said for me like if you've said that that's what you want like that's that's what you want mm-hmm. like you've told me so like that's my then I'll definitely try and grant it as much as yeah. I can and everything so yeah We'll do what we can to do make, what we can to yeah. make that work. Yeah, yeah. So I think we've, I think we've, you know, caught people up. Yeah, in yeah. Terms of, um, what to do? How to? Obviously, I can't tell anybody how to 
grieve. No. Um, and grieving, I think, is just a lifelong thing, really. And it can trigger you at any given yeah. time, you know. Um, and I think something that people do need to do is understand that. Yeah. Because sometimes there's this, oh, well, you should be over it by now. Or you should be fine with yeah, this. Like how dare you? Limit. Yeah. How dare you yeah. dictate to somebody else? their grieving process yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's taught me a lot you know Mm -hmm. i must admit it Mm -hmm. really has taught me a lot like my mindset and how i know it sounds really it just sounds really cheesy and really kind of um thing about it but it really has it's it's made me um think about kind of like the here and now Mm -hmm. i think sometimes i think sometimes we think about no, we should think about the future. There's certain things that we should think about the future, but there's certain things here and now, which I think we could do just to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. So for instance, like I'm a stickler sometimes for saving mm-hmm. and then it it then goes to extreme where I would stop myself from doing certain things because I feel like I've got to save an amount of money. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I've got a thingy. And it just makes you realise that, you know, if I was to pass tomorrow, like I would have just been hugging that money. Mm-hmm. And then all that money mm-hmm. will either go into inheritance tax and get taxed for 40% before somebody can even enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or it will go towards a funeral cost. Literally. Literally. And then I've said, oh, no, I can't do this. because or somebody that doesn't even like you is going to come and fight for that money. <laughs> One long lost cousin. <laughs> I was going to come to the meeting and find that meeting and say, she said she was going to give me £5,000 or something ridiculous like that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it has made me realise that actually you should, like within reason, like mm-hmm. just just enjoying kind of, like especially when you work so hard for your money, being able to enjoy it yeah. a little bit, yeah. I think as well. Yeah. I think it's changed. You can't save all you your money. You can't save there's all no, your money. There's no, no. Especially in this country, like this country really it will... <sighs> Yeah, you'll really be down in the dumps every day. You do have to enjoy. Like there's, yeah. there's something on Instagram. Like there's this guy, I guess, speaking pigeon, saying like, any money where I get, like, I was, I'm gonna. <laughs> it's just to enjoy life. I'm just gonna spend, and I'm not mad at this I'm guy not, I'm because not. yeah, you do. You Alex. do. Sometimes you do. You have to like when you see me and living my life. Nobody should. Nobody. Sh- nobody should bat an eyelid nobody's gonna talk to me about anything i know what i've been through yeah and so i i need to actually live life like yeah yeah a little bit like oh yeah yeah, absolutely Mm -hmm. within reason like i'm not telling people to go like yeah and you know you can't claim it back and everything but just i feel like you know like if there are the little things that make you happy if it's a holiday or if it's like you want to treat yourself to something nice and everything like that i feel like just 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 do it just Mm -hmm. do it I think it's 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 really nice. I think I think that's definitely something that I'm moving into our mindset of saying, actually, you know, you can do both. You yeah. can do both at the same you time. Can do both. You can be responsible and also, you know, live life as well. Yeah. So on that note, I've, I think this week we're not going to do like what we'd say to our younger selves. I feel like this okay. has been a very advice led, yeah. you know, <laughs> episode, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Um, there's things that obviously we've, we've kind of experienced ourselves and hence why we're sharing it. And that's, I feel like, I've, I've sensed a change in myself over mm. this period of time. Me and I too. know I definitely want to be a lot more candid about stuff. Yeah. Um, and share what I, what I know. Cause yeah. you know, that's what we're, that's what we're here for. Yeah. You know, sometimes we'll give you the gossip and sometimes we'll talk about really deep stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. I'm yeah. definitely here for that. I feel like that's, 
our purpose. Yeah. Our purpose is is to help you guys. Yeah. And be really candid. I'm yeah. glad we had this conversation Definitely. about about this. Yeah. And I feel like now 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 is a good time. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It's not too soon mm-hmm. after. It's like it's been like a a good time. Yeah. To like well, I can even talk about it without crying. Crying, yeah. So, yeah. So it shows that I'm in a good place. Yeah, well, I, I, I was, re- I was ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to. I was like, oh God, I'm going to have this conversation. I was just like, oh, I feel like I know tears yeah. are going to come down. But also thank you for like agreeing to have this conversation as well. <laughs> no, it has to be had. Yeah. I feel like it's important. Mm-hmm. It's important. I think, especially when we spoke about it like earlier on about like not having any close deaths and yeah. yeah. And then it changing. So guys, on that note, we're going to love and leave you for this week. Make sure that you are following the podcast at Advice with Alex on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment. Let us know about any of your experiences. If you're a bit shy to comment, you can DM. Mm. You know, I will will definitely check them for sure. Um, And also leave us Apple reviews as well you know if you're enjoying the podcast let us know only five star reviews just like uber if you don't like it don't leave a comment it's not my force keep it to yourself yeah yeah, keep it black let us know what what (laughs) what you want us to change personally you don't have to do it it yeah yeah it's not that deep it's really not that deep yeah it's not so guys until next time which will be next week i promise yeah that's it see you next time Bye. bye